Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Peju Bambushi Roethlisberger. Hi, everyone. And I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour film and TV edition. How are you, Mom? What's up? Oh, I'm wonderful, sweetie. Everything is going wonderfully uh, over by me. I'm getting excited as the holiday season is coming upon us. And I'm just very excited. Well, that's great to hear, Ma. The SAG after strike is officially over. Woo! Yay, yay. Oh, so wonderful. I hope they yeah. came to a, a, you know, a really fair agreement. I, I think they must have because it did last a long time. So I'm thinking things that worked out pretty well. 118 days. And um, I think, you wow. know, it was like an increase of about a minimum of 7% for all okay. of the, um, the members, which was okay. more than the writers, actually. And up until when? Uh, this is three years. It lasts for okay. three years. Yeah. Okay. And so the contract okay. is worth more than $1 billion in total. Well, it certainly should be. Okay, yes. wonderful. Okay, we don't need to go any further we don't, unless we don't you need, just want to. No, no, no. That is wonderful. We don't need to go any further, Ma, but we should probably do a toast to that. Uh, okay, let's, let's raise our glasses. We're, okay. We're sipping on some rum, some 10 to 1 rum. Okay, let's raise our glasses to continue long life and prosperity, health, wealth, and happiness, and to a wonderful, successful resolution to the SAG AFTRA strikes. Salud. Salud. Okay. So, Ma. All right. Since we are talking about the SAG AFTRA strike, it's good that everything ended positively because... Tyler Perry, our boy Tyler Perry, was coming under fire for some of the comments that he made regarding the strike. Now, Perry, who, you know, signed a, uh, signed a multi-year first look deal with Netflix and, and is a billionaire now, we all know, um, Perry reminded that SAG-AFTRA is only negotiating a three-year contract, noting that prolonging the strike may only present a challenge in future and you know, inevitable dealings. And so a lot of people felt that, you know, for him to come out and say that was not being pro-actor and that he was more pro-studio, even though he is now the head of a studio, but he's also an actor. Uh, one thing that Tyler Perry did say, he mentioned about how he paid Cecily Tyson, you know, one, $1 million for one day of work because he felt that she obviously is a legend and deserved her due. He also mentioned about how Taraji P. Henson back in the day, he paid her $500,000 many, many years ago for work. And he paid two black women um, who had been in the business for 25 years, 1 million, even when their agents were asking for far less than half of that because he understood what it meant to be a working actor. So any thoughts on that, Ma? Yes, and I can come under fire and I don't care. I love Tyler Perry and good. Right on, Tyler. I don't know all the intricacies of the negotiating process, but I love you for putting so many Black actors to work. 
whose work we would not have seen. And I love you for the fact that you have a wonderful studio that I plan to come visit. I am so proud of you. And I love Tyler Perry. The end. The end. Okay, well, good, ma. All right. I don't even know what else to say to that. Uh, I'm glad that he, you know, followed that up. Like, you know, a lot of times we see things and it's taken out of context. Obviously, Tyler Perry is you know, someone who is pro-actor and supporting um, the artist. So, you know, bravo to him. All right, so we're going to move on, Ma. The Grammy nominations were announced yesterday and just kind of want to just give some shout outs to SZA, who was the lead nominee, the the lead uh, nominations uh, for SZA. I think it's nine. Oh, wonderful. Yes. And uh, Victoria Monet, who I am not familiar with, uh, but is a uh, R&B artist. She came in. A, with- a jazz singer. Jazz singer, correct? Not jazz singer. She's a not R- jazz singer. Nope. She's R&B. I, okay. Her okay. today, finally. Okay. Uh, All right. So- yeah, but I, I, I do know of who she is, though. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. So- Seven for her. Um, some other multiple multiple nominees include uh, Taylor Swift, uh, Phoebe Bridgers, uh, and Taylor Swift can break the all time record for album of the year wins that are held. I think with with Barbara Streisand and also with um, Stevie Wonder. Okay, wonderful. Um, so the record of the year nominees: Olivia Rodrigo, Boy Genius, Miley Cyrus, John Baptiste. And, and you know, that that Olivia Rodrigo does a good, she performs well. She does a good performance. I saw her on Saturday Night Live, and, oh. and, I, and I became a fan. Oh, yeah. does she? Okay. Um, yeah, she, yeah. And, uh, also, Lana Del Rey, and finally, Janelle Monet. And so okay. we'll, we'll find out the winners of uh, February of 2024, Ma. Okay, wonderful. Okay, I'm excited to hear about that. I just feel so good that we have all, not all of our talent, but a lot of our talent back to work. I never want to say all because I know there's always exceptions, you know. Um, But we have so much of our talent back to work and are getting some sort of, you know, monetary uh, benefit from, you know, from their work and and I'm just very happy. I just, you know, missed everybody. And, you know, I feel that it's very difficult already, you know, um, because there's just so much talent and, you know, so many people benefit, you know, uh, outrageously. And then other people who are equally talented barely benefit at all. And we know that, you know, so I just feel good. I just feel glad that. Everything is resolved and or most things are resolved, you know, and um, nothing's yeah, perfect. You know, but, you yeah, know. yeah. But um, but things are better and and people are going back to work. So I'm very happy about that. Very happy. OK, um, so, you know, positive vibes and I can't wait to see uh, what happens with the, the Grammy Awards. OK. All right. Um, something else my, that was also, uh, you know, I guess trending, which was the Republican debate, which I did not watch. Did you? No, I did not. Anytime I'm, you know, the first words out of your mouth is President Trump. When I know that that's in some other universe, okay? I'm not part of that universe. Uh, my universe is President Biden in the United States, okay? So when if you're coming out of uh, an election denier, I don't even want to hear from you. And yeah. the only and the only one I could just think of off the top, I may be wrong, but at least one of the few might be Chris Christie. 
And I already kind of know him since I'm originally from New Jersey. Uh, you know, so I know Chris Christie. And um, he's the only one who is t- telling a, at least a partial truth, you know, and is bold enough to to say what he mean and means what he says regarding uh, Donald Trump. So, um, no, I didn't listen. No. I don't want to hear from a bunch of MAGA nonsense, you know? No. Well, just obviously I did not listen either. I really just don't want to give them um, any ratings if, (laughs) if possible. No, no. I'd rather listen to a conservative person and Mm -hmm. hear their thoughts and beliefs and, you know, have some understanding as to why they got where they are, as opposed to a bunch of political opportunists. So I just didn't even bother. No. Okay, well, let me my, let me just kind of fill people in a little bit. Um, it's just a few. It was five on the Republican debate. Yes, there were five candidates uh, who participated in a debate. Uh, you know, Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis, uh, Vivek. I don't even I'm not going to butcher his name. Um, Tim, Tim Scott and uh, Chris Christie. And um, pretty much my the debate, uh, Nikki Haley is based on the consensus of the polls that I was DeSantis there. Did you mention DeSantis? Was he there? I thought I mentioned Ron DeSantis. I thought that's what. Oh, I I don't know. That that may have been me. I'm sorry. I may have, uh, you know. Yes. uh, Nikki Mm -hmm. Haley appeared to be the winner based on the the polls that that I've seen. Um, Ron DeSantis. Uh, he also was local. So I think it was in Florida. So I think, you know, he had a lot of his people there. So that helped him because he seemed to kind of be fading away um, a little bit. Um, and Vivek just kind of was attacking uh, uh, Kristen Walker, who was one of the moderators. And, you know, he talks a lot of cuckoo-ness, of course. Um, and abortion was a big topic amongst them. And they kind of, you know, don't really know where to stand. You know, DeSantis kind of wants to push things in the back. And Nikki Haley wants for everyone to kind of come to a consensus when it comes to their views on abortion. So, um, yeah, but what are her views on abortion? Well, that's a whole nother story. I don't think that they were right. Right. They were noncommittal, right? Because they see the shellacking that they took in the elections on November 7th. So, so, so they're treading lightly. Oh yeah. Oh, I got it. Listen, you know, I, I I know what, what's up with these people forward and backwards. And we all do, you know, so we, 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 they're going to, they're going to get tired of losing elections that they can't rig the ones they do win a or a lot, you know, you got to look at them sideways, you know, and they're tired of losing elections. So they're going to start floating around a little bit. Oh yeah, till yeah. they see what's going to work for them. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. we'll mm-hmm. definitely see what happens. Uh, but right. I don't right. have any interest in what the Republicans are doing. Um, I just hope that you know we win as Democrats, and mm. if Biden okay. is the only choice, then so be it. But I'm still hoping for somebody a little bit younger to pop up out the blue, a good candidate. Okay. All right, ma. Um, so no, no comment, no comment. Let's keep it moving. Move no it. comment. Yeah, okay. no comment. All right. Um, so let's keep it moving on to something that is, you know, something else that's really actually very serious. Uh, actress Kiki Palmer is requesting sole custody of her eight-month-old son, um, whom she shares with Darius Jackson after alleging the child's father has been physically abusive on multiple occasions. Uh, she even has uh, 
allegedly uh, video footage. I've seen the the footage of uh, him being abusive to her, like slant grabbing her and slamming her down on the couch. Oh, does he have this? Wait a minute. Is he? Does he have a history of doing this with other women? Have other women come forth and said that he's abusive? I'd, because I'd... because if I'm not mistaken, I don't want to malign this man. If it, you know, if it isn't true, but I could have sworn just in passing, I could have sworn I saw that name uh, connected to a video with a woman say I tried to warn women about this man. Well, the name and I thought the name was Darius Jackson. You may have seen that, Ma, but let's it be, was not it was not. Keith Ma, let's be careful with what we put out there. Well, I said, but didn't you hear me give I, a I got qualification? You. You may, I know, but you it may have been. um it may have been Kiki's mom because I think Kiki's mom said, alleged that the, okay. Darius's brother knew that he was physically. Okay. And okay. So, okay. So that's well, something that I saw. Well, actually. and nobody is saying it, accusing him or saying definitely. I'm just saying I thought that I saw something with his name attached to it saying that, you know, a woman saying that she, she warned America about him. Or she warned women about I don't, him. I don't know that, but maybe we don't. I don't know. That's okay. Fine. okay. It's alleged. Okay. It's alleged. We can say it's alleged. Listen, um, everything we're saying is alleged. Okay, got oh. it, got it, got it, listeners. Everything is alleged. Okay. Alma alleges there were many instances of physical violence, including striking and grabbing her around the neck and descriptions of Darius destroying personal property, including diaries and prescription um, eyeglasses, throwing her belongings into the street, uh, throwing her car keys to prevent uh, her from driving away, hitting her in front of her son, and obviously spewing profanities about her to her son, threatening to kill himself with the what gun. What do you mean? What do you mean, it, her son? Him. Isn't it also his son? Yes, with their son. With their son. Right, right. Okay. Harassment and other physical and emotional abuse. Now, Ma, we know oh. the same guy that criticized her for, you know, singing or wearing a certain outfit at Usher's concert in Vegas. Right. Uh, any thoughts? Is, what thought do you think I would have about a man uh, uh, treating a woman like this and a woman in a situation where she's being abused? What thought do you think I would have, honey? The thought is that is terrible and she needs to plan her exit strategy and it needs to be done quickly, immediately. And she needs to, um, obviously the cops have been notified, I guess. Yes. And she needs to, and she needs to protect herself. Order. She needs to protect herself with security and she needs to file charges against him and see if she can get him incarcerated. I hope he will get the help he needs. I hope he gets off his liquor drugs or gets paid attention uh, as his mental health issues are addressed with a good therapist and on and on and on and on. What do we suggest for every abuser? What do we suggest for all of them? We hope they get help. We hope they get a combination of punishment and therapy. Well, what do we say for all of them? Uh, we hope Kiki and the baby survives. We hope they get away. What do we say for all of them? Yeah. We hope she can break the cycle. We hope she doesn't go back to him. We hope she gets away from him. We hope she doesn't take any more abuse. What can we say about Kiki and every other woman who finds herself in this situation? And what footage, do we say? And the video footage dates back to February of 2022, allegedly. 
So well, she says he. This isn't the first time yeah. he's done these things on multiple times. I, I didn't hear why she didn't try to get away, but that also is a mental health issue. Why you think it's okay to be treated like that? Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. what was the thing? If you stay to me, you see the thing about it. To me, I have nothing to lose. If you if you might kill me staying there then I'll take my chances of leaving. Yeah. You know, if, 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 you know, you beat me up and this and that, I don't know which blow might be the fatal blow. I don't know which bullet might be the kill shot. I don't know which stab might be, you know, the worst, uh, you know, stab injury or whatever. I, I, you know, see me, I never fully understood it. I never, not now. Not in today's days, because I don't know what he is or who he is, but I don't think he's doing better financially than Kiki Palmer. I he's don't not. think she's financially dependent on him. She I don't think not. she's financially dependent on him. No, she's I not. Don't think, I don't think she's needy in that way. So, uh, you know, whereas, you know, they used to have that reason in the old days, oh, the woman had 50,000 kids and she couldn't get this and she was dependent on the man. And not many women are that dependent on men today because half of the women make as much or more than the men. Well, and, you know, and some of them are taking care of the men. So, you know, I look, whatever. Well, my there is another issue. Kiki to, yeah, we know there's, there's another, another There's another, on Kiki's part, as far as her mental health, and you know, just recognizing her worth, and that—that's something that. Has well, Peju, we understand it's all the mind, and that's what I'm saying. I never understood understood this mentality, you know, where you know I'm accepting and embracing the role of being a victim when, in fact, I'm a totally independent fighter. I understood it better. That maybe I should have tied this in. I could have understood that better back in the day when the woman was really more dependent on the man. Mm -hmm. You know, at whatever point that existed for the black people, I'm not sure. Okay. Because a little bit is a little bit different because of racism. Okay. It really is. Okay. However, mm -hmm. however, I'm sure it has been true in some cases for black women as well. And I could have understood that in a different era, an era gone way many, many tens of years ago. Okay. okay. I do not understand that for an independent, you know, financially independent woman like Kiki, what's the thing? What well, is the thing? We may not understand. So now, so now it's a mental health issue. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, patient, yes. So now it's a mental, but it's up to Kiki to take care of that. Who's going to do that? Me? You? Well, I think, listen, I don't, we don't know what happened. And what? Was How many times you going to get knocked on your ass before you say, look, this is not going to work out for me. This my, damn man might kill me. I got to get the hell up out of here, get well, my baby out of here and get some help. Well, Ma, I think that's when things change for some women who have been in abusive relationships. And when they have a child, they're like, well, I have to protect my child. How, how many times you think, myself. how many times you think he knocked her on her ass before she had that baby? I don't know. I don't know. But we, we I don't even want to go there because I just, the whole thing makes me sad. Well, you brought it up. Well, I'm just telling you what's going on. I'm just telling you. I, all I'm saying is, is that whatever Kiki needs to get some help. And Kiki is not nearly as sad as a whole lot of women who don't have her resources and okay. have many more kids. Okay. All right. Uh, so let let's just let's just keep it moving. Move on. Let's talk Kiki, about Kiki. Kiki. 
You kicked your own ass into that position. Now kick your ass on out. All right, let's move on. Uh, so my, we mentioned about Lori Harvey, uh, on the other episode, um, how, you know, her breakup, uh, so she has, they, they have officially broken up, um, Dameson Idris, who we know from Snowfall, they made a joint announcement about their breakup. Um, and it says we are at a point in our lives where our individual paths require our full attention and dedication. We part ways remaining friends with nothing but love and respect for each other and the time we share together. So Lori is 26 wonderful. and James oh. is 32 years old. Oh, wonderful. Um, now, let me just ask you this question, Ma. Here's the thing that everyone wants to know. Are we being sexist? Are, are we being sexist? Because we're seeing like- I'm me, not being- I don't know what you mean. Hold on. Let me just okay. let me say this. Okay. Where people are saying, oh, well, the contract expired. You know, uh, Lori's contract with Dameson expired. And just trying to make it seem like she kind of runs through these men and makes it seem that She's a certain type of quote unquote, whatever woman, not desirable woman because she dates, has dated, you know, some high profile men in her life. What are your thoughts on that? Ma? Are we being sexist? No, I'm not speaking on her desirability. I mean, I think that's a non-issue. I think she's a very attractive woman. I don't think that's the not issue. about her being think... not about her physical attractiveness, but like oh, you mean her her morals, her right. attitude, and whatever. No, right. what I think, and she's a bachelorette, and she's dating, and that's what I think she's doing. Period. I don't think she's serious, but you have to date people to find out who you're serious about. I think the public is saying. She's with this one, she's with that one, and she's not with a damn soul. She's just going out with some people. And I think she's going through the process of trying to find out what's it going to be, who she's going to click with. I don't think she's been so much in with anybody like that because she hasn't stayed with anybody more than five minutes. I don't think she's been- It's been over a year with this man. Whatever. To to, to me, it's been a no. To me, it's just been them Tom, Dick, and Harry, one after another. And let me see who I click with. And I don't think that's sexist because men do the same thing and women do the same thing too. So what's the big deal? Well, it is sexist because we look at her differently. I look at her. No, I don't. I do not. I look at her the same way I look at uh, Common. Okay, we're going to talk about Common in a minute, but Common is double her Only, only, only I look at her with less negativity than Common. Because Common is much older. Well, that's what you I'm know. Um, so, no, I, I don't know, but I'm saying I personally no. There's no double standard. She's the bachelorette, and she doesn't owe anybody anything. She's okay. not married to these people. Okay, she doesn't well, have any commitment to them. What's the big deal? Well, I mean, here's my but, thing. But when we say she's with somebody, don't be acting like uh, that's the public acting like she's all so committed. To me, that's who she's dating at the time, whenever she's dating. You know how Gary says in the moment? She's in the moment. My, 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 we don't need to go there until we talk to, come on. Well, we can talk about, we can talk about it. We can mix and mingle. Yeah, no, no, ma, no. That's all in the same podcast. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Bad, ma, bad. No, it's no bad, ma. You know, it's no bad, ma. In the moment, she likes those people. 
That's it. Okay. And when that moment passed, like they say, the contract expired. And that's wonderful. And I agree with that. Okay. Well, um, I I will just say that I think that she does get a bad rap um, because she is is a female if she was a male and doing the same thing i i don't think that people would look at her the same way i think she's dating um that's what dating is i think people have forgotten that dating it doesn't mean that you are you know engaged or married it means that you are you know but i guess that was her boyfriend she's in her 20s whatever age you're in until you find the person that you want to be with enjoy your life do your thing so. I think she's definitely exploiting the fact that she's Steve Harvey's daughter. Oh, I think she's pumping that to the hilt. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to disagree with that. I can't disagree. All right. Uh, so I'm going to move on to another woman who um, we mentioned about Common. It appears as though that Jennifer Hudson has confirmed that she is dating Common. Um, okay. She, she spoke to some paparazzi and she said that she's very happy in her relationship just days Good. after they spotted her um, holding hands with Common during a night out in New York City. And she yeah. said it's definitely not an entanglement. Okay, good. Listen, listen J-Hud, as long as you're happy, we're happy for you. Enjoy your life. Maybe Common is making you happy for whatever, we, you know, just enjoy your life. Any thoughts on that, Mom? Yes, J-Hud, shut your mouth. Watch what the freak you say. That's what I'm going to say to you. You dealing with Common. Watch what the freak you say. Ma, you can curse if you want. We can curse. Oh, you. no. Oh, no, Ma. Don't say that. Oh, Ma. No. no, you can curse. J-Hud, J-Hud, what I'm going to say to you is watch what the freak you say, okay? Mm-hmm. You like, like Common, y'all having fun, doing your thing, go ahead. When people ask you about Common, what you say is no comment. I'd rather not discuss it. Don't be talking about, oh, I'm good in my relationship and this thing. Cause hell no. Because time you put that out, Common to be gone. She didn't say. Don't, I don't. I don't care what she said. Just saw her with comments. I don't care. Well, come on. Well, so stop. Okay, quit playing. I listen. Listen. I'm not going verbatim with you, but that is what you said. Okay. So what I'm going to say is this: J Hud, you've been around long enough. You might be feeling confident and happy now, but you know that man's record. Let him prove. Maybe five years or ten years from now, you could say that about him. But right now, watch what the freak you say. I wish you all happiness and everything. But come on, don't don't fall into that foolish bag. He's been with other so-called been with other people longer than so-called been with you. And it didn't end that well. So Jay Hood, come on, girl. Watch what the freak you say. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. Good, have fun, Jay Hood. Do what you do, whatever he do, do it to the max. Have fun. Have fun. Go to Disneyland, Disney World, whatever y'all do. Do it to the max. But keep your mouth shut. Keep your mouth shut. Oh, my daughter, she don't even understand that. You know what I mean, ecstasy, whatever y'all do. Have fun doing it, okay? All right? That's all I'm saying. Have your fun, but watch what the freak you say. 
Don't be praising and extolling this man in, in public. Okay? Because you you know, okay, even if you feel that way, watch what you say. That's true. It, that's it. That's all I got to say. Okay. You know, and I, and I like J-Hood. You know you my girl. I watch you to 5 o'clock in the morning. I have your show on. Okay? So, okay. Yeah, and J-Hood's J very likable. She's a very sweet person. That's all the more reason. J-Hood, watch what the freak you say. Okay. Good luck with comment. Good luck. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> Oh, gosh, my let's move on to um, Timbaland, who is, you know, in. in hey, Tim, I hope you kept that weight off. You was looking pretty good the last time I saw you. Oh, Go ahead. Oh, OK, we're a body positive podcast. We're health positive podcast. What's going on? OK, so Timbaland has. A I ain't embracing morbid obesity. I don't care what you say. A little chubby is OK. But morbid obesity, I'm not embracing. Timbaland has apologized for the comments that he made about Britney Spears, Ma. So he's coming under fire. Um, he said that Justin Timberlake should have put a muzzle on Spears amid the allegations that she made about him that came to light following, oh. the, you know, memoir. So of course, okay, to apologize. He that says, language, he didn't mean muzzle. Yeah, that was because muzzle you put on your dog, your dog, or whatever animal. Yeah, You're right. You didn't mean muzzle. And so he apologized to Britney and to all the Britney fans, and he says that he's right, and there was nothing that he could say. You know, he's no explanation needed for that. He said it. He was just out of his mind, pretty much, and he apologized for that. Mm -hmm. But he did the right thing. Yes, you did. We forgive you, Tim. We forgive you for. It's not all about your... if we forgive him. Does Britney forgive him? Uh well, is Brittany the one who lodged a complaint? I don't know. Right. Her fan. Okay. Okay. Is Brittany even paying attention to what he said? I don't know. But anyhow, okay. All but, right. But 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 Tim, good, and and I'm sure that apology goes directly over to Brittany. If it didn't, it should. Okay. Okay, ma. Uh, and finally, as far as relationships are concerned, your uh, your girl and Brittany has the right to say what she wants to say anyway. You know, I believe that anyhow. Okay. Yes. Uh, your girl mm -hmm. and your guy Taylor Swift has canceled a show in Buenos Aires um, as Travis Kelsey arrived in Argentina. The reason why she canceled it, though, Ma, is because of the intense rain in the city. However, um, people were surprised because she's had a couple of really heavy rainstorms, one in Nashville and another one in Boston, and she didn't cancel those. She performed in the rain. <laughs> Travis came in the town. And she was out at a restaurant <laughs> and she postponed it until Sunday. So I don't know about Well, mind. no woman wants to be with her man in the rain. <laughs> oh, everybody knows the rain kills the romantic mood. She would never want to be home relaxing with her man in the rain. <laughs> She would much rather be up and down, running up and down, singing them same songs and whatever, and you know, jumping into her sparkly <laughs> clothes and whatever. 
instead of staying home in the rain with her man. And then what's saying to Clay, you're a billionaire? You maybe you don't need to work so hard. Mm, she is kind of broke. She does need to be out there scuffling around in the rain instead of home with her man. Oh man, <laughs> that that must be real torture for her to have to take off and be home there with Travis. That must be real torture. Yeah, next thing we know, Brittany's uh, Brittany uh, Taylor's going to do a, a, Re- a Rihanna pretty soon. She's going <laughs> to <just> take off. <laughs> no, 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 no. Six months from now, she's going to pop up pregnant. Yeah, yeah. For the, for the, for the next Super wants. Bowl. For if the next Super Bowl. Wants. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I mean, I want that. Of course. Whatever they want. That's it. Oh, that's funny. Oh, oh God. Taylor's funny. Well, you know, <laughs> you know rain and British eyes with your mind. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, listen. Listen, in fairness to Taylor, she didn't know it was going to rain when he came. No, she didn't. <laughs> he's on, you know, he's on his bye week. So, no, okay. <laughs> the rain will clear up when he leaves, okay? <laughs> yeah, it won't rain again until she sees him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that is too cute. Oh, no, no, you know fan. those oh, fans are really bad, but that is so funny. No, but she postponed it, so it's, you know, but listen, reschedule it. She reschedule it yeah. for days later. Yeah, so. yeah, she'll, she'll get to him. Yeah, of course. Okay. When, okay. The, when the weather clears up. And listen, and we're, we're joking and not joking. She did cancel it due to the severe rain, but she also performed into Richmond. <laughs> Before, with no no Travis, she didn't even know Travis then. Who are you gonna believe? What what Taylor says are your own lying eyes, okay? <laughs> she said it's because of the rain, okay? Oh gosh. Oh, oh my God. goodness, you... that is so funny. Oh gosh, too funny. All right, so oh guys, we wanted to make a quick announcement. I forgot to do this early on in the podcast, my so our book of the month uh for November uh is this is Native American Heritage Month. So we are going to be reading Stealing um, by Margaret Verbal. And so we will let you guys, you know, we'll, of course, we'll do like a re- review of it, recap and everything. We'll rate it. And if you follow us, please, guys, send us your um, emails, the DMs, and let us know what you think about Stealing by Margaret Verbal, who is a Native American artists okay all right all righty yes um, and so let's see what else we need to get on get into before we oh sexiest man alive ma guess who this did you see who the sexiest man alive is for the i year? didn't but i'm gonna guess you're not gonna guess but let's you're not gonna get the right answer but let's hear your guess uh, okay well if i'm not gonna get the oh, right maybe, answer maybe that's why not have fun with it okay ahead, do it yeah my bad I know who the sexiest man of life is. His name is Gary. He's called the Golden Bachelor. Well, we'll talk about him a, a little bit later, but no, it's not him. No. That, who yeah. is it? No, who is it? Oh, so people were like, why did they pick him? Patrick Dempsey. He's 57 years old. Um, oh, yes. And he, Patrick Well, Dempsey, Patrick Dempsey is a very attractive. But it just seems, I, I don't know. Yeah, it, yeah, where did they dig him up from? Right. Where is he? He's not you know, on Grey's Anatomy anymore. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, that that's funny. Um, no, I I be good. Is that AI or something? Yeah, you know that. 
It seems mm. plain, right? Mm. Yeah. It, it isn't that he isn't good looking. It's that he just hasn't been doing anything for a minute. Right. What has he been doing? You're right. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. All, All right. right. So, so I'm I'm excited to say uh, since the SAG after, after strike is over, we can start talking about some of our favorite TV shows. So we have a couple that we're going to talk about today. And of course, next week we'll get into some more um, on our film and TV edition as always. But uh, we're going to talk about Tommy, Tommy uh, season two finale, Ma. And um, I just kind of wanted to know what your thoughts on it. You you know, guys, we haven't been keeping you up to date with this. So um, you just kind of, kind of, you know, jump in with us. So Tommy and uh, Diamond are running CBI and they are making a lot of moves. Um, it's, you know, Jannard has gotten himself rehabilitated. Uh, Vic is, you know, suffering still in mourning because Gloria is gone. Uh, he can't stand his father. He can't stand his sister. Um, you know, Tommy has found love um, with uh, Maria. And um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all, all that we have uh, going on. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on, but those are the major things. Mom. You know, I'm very reluctant to even comment because are we supposed to be updating our audience? No, we're just, we're telling the audience okay. what we thought of the, the season for okay. now. Go ahead. Okay. And, and there's spoilers for this, guys. So go ahead, Ma. What are your thoughts on the season finale? I, 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 I you know, I just want to say there's a lot of loose ends that need to be tied up. That's all I'm going to say. No, because what? otherwise, am I, am I giving information about it or what? Okay. I mean, so, I don't know so where you're go. going so here with we, this. Okay, ma. Okay, so here we go. So Tommy, JP doesn't want anything to do with Tommy anymore because Tommy gave Kate the you know, crack or whatever it was, or cocaine and Kate overdosed and and D-Block is going wild, you know, did another uh, murder uh, you know, for actually for Diamond, but he knew that he wasn't supposed to do it. He's real, right? He's supposed right. to be smart. He's real I mean, wild, right? Yeah, real because it because it's not that shooting. It's not supposed to be CBI affiliated, right? And you know, when he's drawing attention to CBI, although they seem to have cleaned it up. But the main thing you didn't tell, and I don't know if I'm supposed to tell it or not. The comment on it. Oh, yeah, you didn't comment that, you know, you said that uh, Vic hated his sister and father, but they're both dead. Well, we don't know if the sister's dead. I think that was a cliffhanger, too, because we know she got stabbed up. We, we know she that she got shanked in jail. Right, right. Yeah, okay. You know, we know that. Well, we know that was the goal that to kill her for sure. I right, don't know right. if she's going to die. Well, we know well, we know dad is dead, right? Dad, dad, is, we, can, dad we can say for sure. And what right? are they going to do with Vic? How, what was going uh, Well, that's that's another cliffhanger right there. Because Tommy's act like he was trying to use Vic as a double agent, but I don't know how that's going to work out. I don't know if that's going to work out at all because right. um, what is that? What is that woman? The um, assistant U.S. attorney. She right. she she got on my nerves so bad though. Yeah, and she was sending somebody to try to save Vic. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. See, they let Vic keep his phone and they got all this tracking and stuff on his phone. So uh, apparently they're going to show up there. I don't know if Tommy's going to move him or this. That. I don't know what they're doing. And, and Tommy, take his phone. And I don't Tommy know what's up with good, that. And Tommy was good with that because he knew that that was going to happen. He said, you know, I'm right. okay with right. them right. You know, tracking him. Only right. thing Tommy right. doesn't right. know is that there's a tracker in his place. 
He hasn't. Uh, but 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 it's only just a matter of a short time before he knows that because he's got so much surveillance equipment going, mm-hmm. you know. And then also this thing about his girlfriend, you know. Now, Maria, yeah, he, she- Maria is not Maria is not dead. I, think it's Maria. I don't know where she. Yeah, she Maria. She's not dead. I don't know where she is, but she's not dead. I'll tell you that for sure. Yeah, but she's gone, but we don't know right. where she'll show right. up again. But, but we don't know where, we right. Know where. But Miguel has taken her and done whatever he's doing, done with his sister. She's not dead. Um. Okay, Ma, who, 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 who's your, your two, two or three top, you know, characters of the season and who's in your bottom? And Tommy? Yeah. On the Tommy show? Yes. Well, well, my top of people, course. they're obviously, they're obviously Tommy and Diamond. Okay. They're Tommy, Tommy, and Diamond. Okay. Um, and what you think is gonna happen with Jannard? What you think is going because him and I, I, Jannard, Jannard, and Jannard's girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, I, you know what? I like them too. I like them too in their role. You know, I, you know, in their roles as villains. I like them too. I hope Jannard just doesn't succumb to drugs because he seemed like he's doing good, and they haven't shown drugs as an issue. So I hope and I think he's, he still loves his brother. I think you know, uh, right underneath all the all the other stuff. Yeah. But however, I think he still resents Tommy. Oh yeah. I think him and his girlfriend still resent Tommy. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that's gonna work out. And also Diamond has done the wrong thing. It's yeah. inevitable that Diamond's gonna get killed or go back to jail. Because he killed Those his, are, you know, Right, those are the only two paths for Diamond, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, uh, well, you know. Yeah, I um, mean, the- I'm gonna tell you a character that I don't really like. I do Ooh. not JP. I do not like Tommy's brother. I just don't like. He's so self righteous. He's the most stupid bucket in that in the world. Yep. He's the most stupid a hole you ever want to see. Tommy is telling him, look. Ma, she's whatever, but Ma is a drug addict and you just, she just, you can't trust her. Right. You know, she can't, she, she can't even make good decisions for her own life. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, you put a bag of dope in front of her and you can guarantee she's just going to use it. Right. You know, whatever, any little excuse, it doesn't even matter. She'll create something. And just like her grandson said to her, I don't even know you woman. I don't even know you. What you talking about? And I thought that was so true when he said that. I don't even know you. Get out of here. Well, he didn't know say you. woman. He said something. Well, he called, a, he called a bitch. He said, bitch, I don't know you. Yeah, D-block, yeah. And yeah. That, and that's what he said. And he said to his father. He called his father a nasty well, name. That, well, that we, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he said, and you, person, man, I, I don't know you. You get away from me. And he just he just showed him his gun. He said, you back up. Don't say nothing to me. You well, know, just and that was it. Just well, he just, well, he just, you know what? He done going crazy. You know, he, he, he <laughs> shot that person and he just, it just made him crazy. Well, he just done going crazy. And now he's going in the street and he knows CBI don't want him nowhere near him. CBI go, might kill him. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, so let's more um, the opposing, let's more that opposing gang members. Yeah, but what, CBI might kill him. What mm. is, what is his name? Um, uh, Glenn Baby. The one that's in jail, yeah. the the the, the uh, leader of it, I can't remember his name. Yeah, I can't. Um, think but of yeah, yeah, but no, but that's the basketball but that, player. Yeah, but you know, he said it's okay. He's gonna, they're gonna work it, it out because 
Yeah, because they're going to work it out because the guy who did DMAC is not really a CBI. Huh? Oh, no, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. They're DMAC. That's the name, right? DMAC is, is not is it really DMAC in CBI. Or DBOC? Well, whatever. Yeah, He's but... not really in CBI. You know, they had put him out, you know, and they really did. They didn't order no hit on nothing. He just went, he he just pays you whatever it is. People understand it's Tommy's nephew. Okay. But they didn't, but they didn't, they did not ask him to do that murder. They did not ask him to do that. He was, he went wild. He just is a renegade now, you know, and he's not going to be accepted by any of them because he's off the hook. He don't listen. He's off the chain. He just done gone berserk. What are your what what rate uh rating do you give it? Do you give uh Tommy nine? Okay, so nine. We got shelf really nine. good, really good top shelf, really good. At least a nine. Okay, uh, they I'm, they keep they keep it going. They keep many streams of interest going at one time. Yeah, the right, the right, the writers are doing their thing. Whether you agree with the plot or not, they keep it interesting. They keep it going. Yeah, it's D Mac. It's me messing up, calling them D Block. So I just want to. Okay, pop- okay, all right, no problem. Okay. Yeah, everybody, everybody know him as Tommy's nephew anyway. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that, ma. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and then the other show, um, that I want to talk to before we get into our reality shows is the morning show. Uh, which was pretty much, I guess they're about a year behind, um, you know, the present time. And this season really is all about uh, the big, big tech billionaires uh, trying to acquire uh, media, uh, to acquire powerhouse uh, media companies, news outlets. And that's what this season was about. Um, and John Hamm uh, was playing uh, Paul Marks, who was a tech billionaire and a uh, space nut <laughs> uh, who was very charming, um, unlike Elon Musk, um, and had a romantic relationship with Alex, um, also known as uh, Jennifer Anderson's character. And that was like a, a big part of the morning show. And then we had Bradley who was holding the secret of her brother, Hal, who was a participant in January 6th, who also, I guess, punched a police officer. And she had the footage of it and she hid it, which helped elevate her career, put her in a, in a cushy uh, nighttime, night evening news position. And Hal, um, Hal sorry, also, um, you know, had a child since then and was, I guess he was clean because he had addiction issues. Um, And then we were introduced to um, Chris's character uh, who was played by Nicole Bahari, uh, who was a former um, athlete, a former runner uh, who uh, dealt with- um, You mean in real life or in the TV series? What are you saying? In the TV series. In the the TV series, right. Because she runs, still runs to, for stress relief or whatever. Right, right. But she wasn't, you know, she was yeah. like an Olympian. Uh, um, uh, yeah, professional runner. Right. Right, right, right. And, um, you know, she date, she uh, dealt she dealt with, um, you know, uh, harassment, racism and, and, and whatnot, you know, um, in the workplace. Uh, and um, we also were seeing the Roe uh, versus Wade uh, overturn uh, on, uh, you know, playback a year plus 
and change on the episode uh, or throughout the series. Uh, I don't know, Ma, what else? What else did you want to say? What else do you want to hop in on? How, what did you think of the morning show? I, I, I listen, I'm just going, let's take it to the finale. As far as I'm concerned, it they was supposed in. to be the, yeah, there's supposed to be the acquisition of, uh, what is it? UVI or UVA, whatever UVA. it was. UVA. Listen, let me tell you, it was really good up until the last episode, as far as I'm concerned. And the last episode, the way they resolved it, tied everything up, I think it sucked. I think it sucked. I think it, I think the writers got lazy. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't care. I don't know what the hell they did, but it was so anticlimactic. I couldn't believe it. It was a big buildup for nothing. Mm-hmm. A big buildup to come right back to the sameness of where we were. And to me, they should have kept it going by shaking things up more and making a big change. And they did not. And they did not. They blew an opportunity. I don't know if they're coming back again for another season. I I don't know. I think they. I think it's supposed to be a season four. Uh, I I don't know where they're going with it. All I can say is to me, they screwed up a wonderful opportunity to keep it really, really going. It was everything they did was predictable, was very commonplace. You know, you've seen it before, you know, same song, different verse, but this time even worse. Okay, that's what it was. Well, Mm. even like with Corey, uh, who uh, the actor is Billy Crudup, I think that he does an excellent job at playing Corey. And and I I just wish that they would have given him a different- Stretch Corey out a little bit more, right? Yeah, because, you know- you know, Corey was was under the impression that, you know, he was they were going to let him go once the merger, not the merger, once the acquisition right. went through and he would. Yeah, get, uh, I think it was like 150 million or 100 million somewhere. Yeah, between, he was he was going to be good. He was going to be good to and go. He's fine. Right. And Stella was going to take over, but that didn't happen. They wound up doing a merger. I don't know what that merger looks like. There's going to be is there going to be layoffs? Um, you know, we know that um, Alex, not Alex, uh, Paul Marks, John Hamm's character is going to be gone because they shut him down. And what real world do they shut down billionaire, uh, you know, techs, uh, you know, tech moguls? What, yeah. what world do they shut them down that quickly with a couple of news, uh, news people? Right, 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 right. It you just seemed right. And then the way and like Jennifer Aniston character, oh, she gets away with murder all the time. She can just do whatever she wants. She can go, you know, sleep with whoever she wants and not, you know, suffer any type of consequences from it. You know, no matter like she's, you know, sleeping with everybody in, you know, her arena, people who are of, 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 you know, in some type of influence and other people, everybody under her suffers, everyone all around her suffers, you know, and somehow or another, she's the savior. And I just had a problem with that. You know, at least yeah, Bradley, yeah. I, guess, I guess Bradley Reese Witherspoon's character is going to suffer some type of consequence. Oh, right, 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 right. Well, so, you know, that's what you know. That's what it is. That's why it was just like no, nah, and not this enough is incredible. Nicole Morima, not enough of right. Her character. I, I agree. This is just all incredible. You know, not anything new, not anything creative, not anything interesting, not anything even believable. 
you know. So right. I I was very unhappy with that final episode. I had enjoyed it, you know, throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was really good, but that final episode, it, it would the final episode was so damn lame. You know, it made all the previous episodes <laughs> seem, you know, not worthwhile. Right. You know, so, so that's you, the way it is. So, that's so the what are you? Is. What are you giving the season for the morning show? I I, I just am giving the season. Uh, I'll give it a high premium. It was going to be top shelf. Mm-hmm. It was going to be really top shelf, but they lost a lot right there. They mm-hmm. really did in that last episode. They lost a lot. They're going high premium, seven point five. That's it. I'm going to go with a premium to my seven. They would, it would have gotten at least a eight, eight and a half from me. Um, yeah. Just that they didn't care about the last episode. They were just like, well, F it, you know? And yeah. so that's how yeah. I, well, well, F your rating. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> they could have, they could have really stayed home in the bed and, and, and given that they could have written that without, they could have skipped, ignored everything they did all along and just wrote the ending. You right. know, it, I mean, that's how ridiculous it was. That's how predictable. No, nah, I didn't like that at all. All right. So we're okay. going to move on, guys, to our reality shows. Um, we have a few reality shows we need to talk about. So we're going to get okay. quick. So The Golden Bachelor. Now, this was the Women Tell All's episode, Ma. And uh, Gary, you know, the women were all invited back. And the way they left it off the last episode, uh, he had already chosen Leslie. We didn't know it, who he was going to choose between Teresa and Faith. Right. And he found out on this episode who he huh. chose. Ma. Now, who did he choose, Ma? He chose Teresa. The very one he refused to say he loved. Mind you, he professed his love for Leslie and Faith. Oh, he couldn't keep his hands off Faith when he saw he was kissing her, even sitting on a horse, you know, and everything. He was still leaning over, kissing. Oh, he was lovesy dovesy. Teresa, he didn't, at least they didn't show us where right. he was that affectionate with her. Right. He didn't seem to have the same kind of uh, sexual chemistry toward Teresa as he had toward Faith and Leslie. Both of them. He was real kissy, kissy, touchy, touchy, feely, feely with those two ladies, not nearly as much with Teresa. Right. And when he was interviewed, you know, uh, oh, I should say interrogated <laughs> by by <laughs> by Teresa's family, he was very noncommittal. He said, I really can't say I'm in love right now, you know. Uh, we'll see, you know, stumbling and stuttering and, uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. He refused to, to, to commit to the word love. He did not use it. He did not say he was in love with Teresa. No. And the family was, and the family was like, well, okay, you know, okay, well, whatever it is, is what it is. They, you know, understood they weren't combative or anything, but they did ask him and he did not say he loved her. Okay. No. But Faith and Leslie... He loved them both. Great. And I said, I said, well, my mind, he, this man is really torn. He just <laughs> loves those two. Okay. What is he going to do on Rose Day? Come on up, Leslie. Get your rose. Boom. That was quick. You didn't have no problem with that. But now Faith and Teresa, you can see smoke coming out of his head. You can't right. figure that out. 
Right. Oh, he he got to go and have an upset stomach and <laughs> shed, a, shed a few tears and, you know, pray to the gods and whatever he was doing out there, you know, come back a week later, whatever it is. Oh, God. <clears throat> I can't, mind. Now, his choice between Faith and Teresa. Come on up, Teresa. Not the one he said he loved. But the one he just couldn't commit to saying he loved. Come on up and get your rose. I I just, I can't. Fast forward to the tell-all episode. And he's confronted with Faith for the first time. After that final rose ceremony. Oh, well, well, oh. And Faith, she's crying just like a big fool. She's just crying, crying. Oh, right. Oh, oh, oh. Now, Faith, who has a job, a family, rides horses, got her own way of life, has her own interests, her own everything, independent woman, plenty of people to love her, everything. Okay. Oh, oh, Carrie. Oh, oh, oh. my gosh, mom. When she was doing all that crying, it just went all through me because I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, maybe I'm not being very sensitive, but why are you? No, you man? are being totally honest. And my woman that he said. I would have thrown, thrown, thrown some damn cold water in her face because she was in shock. And she needed to be, she, she needed a good smack in the face or some damn ice water thrown on her face to get her out of that stupor. And he goes, and he's holding her and he's crying. Ooh, 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 well, I loved you. In that moment. Right. And at that moment, you know what that seems. I loved you. You know that seems like well. That seems like that. You know, when you are really young and you're first starting to date somebody, and a guy like tells you, "Oh, I love you," because they want to have sex with you, and you know well, you've known them for maybe a week or two, if that. You know they don't love you. But you're of so, you know, googly-eyed and you're so, you know, impressionable. And, and, and uh, you're bugged, right. Right. And for this well, man, this 72-year-old man to say that to Faith, and Faith was boo-hooing like she had reverted to childhood. I was just like, Faith, you are a beautiful woman. You know, you have a lot of other stuff going for you. You're a career woman. You, you got all this, a family. You're sweet. You're nice. What? You can get yourself a, a younger man. A more considerate man, whatever. Everything. But you know what? And you know what? And and that's right. I co-sign on that. And let me tell you what else. This is the thing that really got me. Hey, Gary, you are an experienced man. Very experienced. What you say to a woman should have a lot more gravity Mm -hmm. than what a silly ass a young person would say. Right. You know, what you say, look, you had enough foresight to not say you love Teresa. You didn't say you love everybody. Mm-mm. You said you love two out of three, which was one too many. But anyway, well, it was really two too many because to me, you didn't not loving any of them. It's just mm-hmm. BS. But anyway, okay. Something had you put the brakes on when you got to Teresa. Okay, you said you loved everybody else, mm-hmm. but you but nah, you wasn't quite there with me. So you gave it some sort of thought. Mm-hmm. 
Right. You weren't you, you weren't just running around lying to everybody. Right. You right. might have lied to a couple to at least one or two people. You definitely lied to one, maybe two. Right. But you didn't lie to everybody. You gave it some thought somewhere. Right. Because otherwise you would have told all three of them you love right. them. Right. And okay. Because that's what they all want to hear. Do you know? Within the context of this uh series, that's what they was all trying to go for, right? right? So, but you didn't. You gave it some thought when it came to Teresa. Right. You thought about it. You know, your love meant enough that you wasn't giving it to Teresa yet. Okay? Right. But yet at the time that you chose, all of a sudden, your, your shit was in the moment. Why wasn't it in the moment with Teresa? Why was it only in the moment with Faith? Right. I'm getting like you, daughter. He's just looking for somebody who will kiss his arse. Right. And who will go behind him and do whatever he wants them to do. He's looking for somebody subservient and submissive. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened. And Faith appeared to be the least submissive until she showed her silly ass mm -hmm. at that last uh, tell-all or whatever right. it was. Right. Just like and she, she came across very lame with that. I, I was just so like disappointed in her. I, I'm like, Faith, you know, what are you doing? What the like smartest, the smartest one of them was the woman uh, that we could tell was the woman who went to hell home to see Joan. about her daughter. Yeah, Joan, who went home to see yeah. about her daughter and grandbaby. You know, whatever was going on, <laughs> it was just as good, well worth it for her to go ahead on home. I got that was. I got two. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. Finish no, so that's that's it. That's it. I got you know, so so whatever with Gary, you know, we'll see, you know, two, whatever. Two, two things, you know, before we go to our next show. Um, who do you think he's going to pick? And were you just as grossed out as I was about the passing gas scenes? Yes. Yes, I was. I didn't think it was cute. I didn't think it was funny. I would not be want to be depicted as I'm the one who was a, a gas, a fart machine. When we know all human beings fart, why am I the butt of the joke? No, no pun intended. Okay, but no, I didn't like it, and I wouldn't have been that person. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been Susan, and I wouldn't have been Sandra. Yeah. No. Just, no. What? I mean, listen, guys, like that's not maybe that's funny amongst your friends playing around, but that's not funny on like national TV. And no. And even and if I didn't get Gary, I mean, I maybe didn't even want Gary. I'm just, you know, glad to be on TV there. You know, I am getting exposure. You don't know what opportunities this could be. Maybe you think you'll get an opportunity as a, you know, comic relief. Maybe you think it, that's what will happen. But if I was looking for a man, I wouldn't be talking about what a fart machine I am. Because whatever it is, it ain't sexy. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, Ma. Um, I'm thinking, I don't know. I'm thinking that he will pick Leslie. Well, it, logically, listen, I've thrown logic out the window, yeah. okay? Logically, it would be Leslie because Leslie was an easy choice for him. Yeah. He didn't seem at all tortured when he chose Leslie. No. That seemed very easy. You know, and then it's, oh, uh, oh. And then, look, if you already know you chose Leslie, then what difference does it make who the second choice is? That's so, true. you know, you know, so maybe for the second choice, you just pick the one who you thought was most pathetic or whatever, and you give the most TV time to. I don't know what was going on with that, but he yeah. didn't give it much 
concerning consideration. You know, if I already know who I'm picking number one, then number two, three, four, five, and so on, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, yeah. Okay, if I know I'm picking number one and I already know I can't lose because number one already told me that they love me. Right. Or that, or or they're gonna be there with me. Whatever I'm trying to do, I feel very confident in number one that I'm not gonna be rejected. Okay, it's like me now choosing these women because I figure they all like me. Okay, so if I know I basically have nothing to lose and I already prefer number one, I, I it doesn't matter that much about the other choices because I'm not gonna be with them anyway. You right. got me. So I mean. Logically, it would be Leslie, mm-hmm. but I guess he's playing both ends against the middle just on the uh, slim chance that Leslie reneges. Teresa ain't going to renege. Faith might have. Faith okay. might have reneged, you know, based on what we had seen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Faith might have, but chances of Teresa reneging are almost zero. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So, you know, hey, I say he's going to go with Leslie because it appears we don't that way. But we, but the way they've been doing it, you know, whatever. Maybe it's just in the moment. All right. Moving on, daughter. Moving All right. On. All right. So let's let's move on. Um, We don't need to talk too much about it, but there's a couple of, you know, things we need to address on Married at First Sight. It's still very early on. Um, And so we can get into a little bit. Um. Becca and Austin, Ma, I don't know how much you want to add on with them. Um, there's not much that we know except there it's no so Becca was a little bit uh she suffered from a little bit more um, you know, uh illnesses or she was sicker than uh Austin thought or that Becca led on, it appears, right? Because she was in a hospital and had a surgery and everything. At least that's the way that the edit goes. I don't well, know. She, well, I don't know when that is or if that in any way impacted on their relationship, but I think she has a tendency to try to minimize how sick she really is because she doesn't want her mate to be um, overwhelmed by the whole thing. And right. and and she's kind of like that with friends and family, according to what they were saying. Yeah. So I think that's kind of who she is. And also she wants to preserve her dignity and independence and so forth. And because, you know, she's a young woman. Yeah. So, I mean, I got yeah. it. You know, I, I, I got it. I, I understand that part about her fully. And I admire that. That, yeah. you know, yeah, she doesn't want to, because some people, me too, because some people will play it up in a different way All right. and try to make it something else. And and she's she doesn't want that. And and for that, I, I really respect and admire her. I, I, some, I get you know, yeah. Yeah. Good, good take on it, my kudos. Um, so, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. We don't have much for them right now. Um, Emily and Brennan, my, I don't know what you have to say about them, but I am, this is a couple that I am uh, concerned about. Uh, because of em- Emily's lack of dating history and Brennan's uh, right. sort of like, you know, uh, s- staunch, um, <laughs> kind of like stern um, stance on marriage. And oh, and you really, and, 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 the, and the thing about it is that uh, you would think somebody like that would not go into marriage at first sight. Well, if, if, if I felt that way, I'd be looking for my own mate. So I can get, you know, really a good idea or feel comfortable that I know enough about them that I might want to be committed to them for permanently, you know, 
I wouldn't um, trust not entrusting someone else to make that kind of decision when my attitude is that I'm not going to get a divorce come hella high water. I'm not going to get a divorce. I may not be able to stand you from the very beginning. Right. You know, right. so I, I, I don't know. But yeah. anyway, and 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 I have a concern because I'm saying I'm thinking to myself, what, Emily, is your expectation from a relationship? What and and forget about a husband. You have not even had a relationship. Right. What what is your expectation? So I I I see red flags. I don't mean to be pessimistic, um, but I am pragmatic for the most part. And I'm I'm seeing her as a just a big damn red flag. Yeah. Yeah. I don't So yeah. we'll we'll see. Maybe not. Let's hope not, but you know, we'll see. And then we have Orion and Lauren. And this whole relationship seems like big red flags to me. Um, is Orion a nice trifling guy? I, I or or he is he ambitious? No. But he, he just seemed a little too easygoing to me. He seemed about the finances. Yeah. And he, and you need to be a little bit more ambitious. Just a little bit. And he lives at home with his mom. Listen, I understand, you know, things happen you doing his whatever. mother his mother is fine his mother does not need him you see his mother his mother looks his good mother doesn't need him doing no, he good. Needs his his, mother. that's what i'm talking about yeah we can't you know sometimes it's the reverse sometimes we don't really oh, know no. or it's a, a you know blending of things sometimes it's a you know symbiotic relationship but in this case no i think it's it's him just not dusting himself off and getting up and going on and standing on his own i think he's trying to do some type of independent thing that's I, just not generating the income that he needs to be self-sufficient i think orion is easily offended i think he also doesn't want someone to tell him what to do but yet he's living home with his mama so all of that stuff to me right and see and if you right. live in anytime you live in somebody else's else's place unless you're paying rent and I mean equitable market rent. Right. Not where not where you're getting way more advantages and services and you're not paying market value for them. Okay. Right. That's why a lot of people stay home just because they get more services and everything for less money. Right. You know. Um, so if you're in a situation like that, or in his case, maybe no money, I don't even know what it is, but whatever, then somebody is gonna be in a position to tell you what the hell to do. And and my and yes, and I'm worried because Lauren, she seems like, you know, she had like a pretty cool personality, but she also seems like she might be a little, you know, nice and friendly. She'll, yeah, she'll knock if you book. That's well, it. That's not what I was getting from it, that she, you know, will be easily uh, you know, find another romantic partner. How about that? Well, yes. I mean, that's that yes. Of that's what you meant. I agree with you. No. But that's but I agree with you definitely. Okay, she she's very friendly, personable, and um, I I can see her you know getting into other relationships. You mm -hmm. know I don't know how serious or this or that, but she was will listen a person willing to marry based on someone else's suggestion. You know that they are brave and adventurous. Yeah, because. It's a it's a chance, and you know that they are willing to take a chance, you know, yeah. and and that's what it's all about. And so she will 
definitely enter in another relationship if this one doesn't work out. Mm. And and I really, I don't know. I don't see him. I see him as being a, a sweet guy, a nice guy. I don't know if he's a guy who can hold it down. Uh, he he. I, I don't mean physically. I don't know about he, that, he but that's not what I meant. <laughs> I meant financially and in terms uh, of responsibility. Yeah. I don't know because to me, he seems like he's kind of uh, which go with the flow. Yeah, you know. Uh, and and I mean, go with the flow financially. See, a lot of people financially they not go with the flow. A lot of people financially, they're like, look, I got to go do this, that, the other thing and have my finances together. I'm not with no go with the flow. Yeah. I'm I'm with have my money That's and keep my things stable. Right. But to me, he's a bit of a go with the flow person. If he's not, he wouldn't be still living home. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the final couple, Ma, who I have the most red flags just popping up on the screen every minute. Uh, and I'm surprised, and it only happened in this episode, was Claire and Cameron. Because yeah. I thought that they were like so cute together when they got married. And then all of yeah. a sudden, it appears that Cameron may not really be that physically into Claire. And Claire may not really be that physically into him. And well, he's yep. to be kind of, you know, piggish in a way where he can't even he's help. He's a little her. rude. Luggage. Yeah, he's a yeah, he's a, he's a and running ahead of her way running, ahead yeah. and this and that. He's a little bit rude, and I mean they don't have any history together. They're just now creating history because they're just getting to know each other. So it's not like he was mad with her or this or that. It was just like he was like, eh, you know, catch up to me whenever you can. And he knows he's his legs are much longer. <laughs> you know, he knows he's going to be ahead of her all the time. You know, it just I mean really just just really right. You know, she's got to make a couple of steps to catch up to his one, right? <laughs> and so it's, um, yeah, I didn't think he was, forget being a gentleman, I thought he just wasn't even being a regular good friend. He was not nice at all. He I, didn't think, I, didn't, I didn't think he was nice either, you know, and then I didn't hear him say it in any of the regular episodes or hear him or her, you know, refer to this, but in the after party, um, Claire said that he said she was not his type. He likes usually a more slender, that's the word, you slender but type she, woman. I didn't not, I didn't see well, I don't know how I slim see, he's talking about. Right, but well, I remember specifically I she, she said it right there in the after party. And I was like, oh, and I'm like, oh, that explained some of the stuff. You know, he's but just what? and and they asked her. And they and and they asked Asked her, right, and, and Keisha asked her, um, well, how do you feel about that? Do you still feel open to, you know, continuing on with this, you know, after he said that to you? Because, you know, we've had that in the in the past where yeah. different guests have said, you know, different uh, uh, couples have said things like that. So anyhow, they're getting off to a rocky start. It's a rocky as hell with them. They're getting off to a rocky start. You know, when you start all that garbage about you're not my type and this and that. Look, you had somebody else pick the person and then now you talking crap. You know, come on. Come on. So, we'll, so let's just we'll, see. We'll, we'll, yeah. We'll yep. let you guys know. All right. Yep. My Love Island games. We really can't talk much on this one because we have spent a lot of time. This is a real long episode, a super duper episode. 
so I'm in, I'm really well. This is a this is an post strike episode, That's so true. it's a little longer. Okay. That's true. I'm really enjoying Love Island games. Where's Maya Jama? Where's the host? Why? I, I don't know. I think she's elevated. I think she's got some other position. She's all in Italy that. doing something. I don't. Okay. Okay. Well. Uh, well so Ma, just I like Maya Jama. Yeah. Who, who are your Who are your favorites and who are your least favorites so far this season? Well, one of my favorites is already going ahead for the couple, and that was Curtis. I just thought he was the sexiest, cutest, best voice, everything. I liked Curtis. Curtis and Lisa. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's not a couple, but he's the part half of a couple, and uh, he was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I like Ray. I think. I think. I think Ray is a sweet guy. I well, think I like handsome. Ray. I didn't say handsome. I said he's I not said, handsome. I said he's. Oh, not what'd you say? Sweet. He's not what? He's not that sweet. Well, he look how he got his bed. One of no, his. Well, he was forced, no. but he had to do. Who forced he was him? Nobody forced him to do that. That's what okay, just- look, look, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm just giving you my people. If he's not nice, I like him, okay? Uh, Maybe I like him because he's bad, okay? So I like him. Uh, the women. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe Sealy? Sally? Sally, Maybe yeah. Maybe Sally. I don't know. Maybe Sally, maybe Justine. Yeah, I like those. I, I'm with you. I like Sully. I like Justine. Uh, Amani is okay. Borderline. Borderline. Amani is so-so. Amani yeah. is so-so. Because I've seen Amani move before. And uh, Amani is kind of all over the place. I don't I don't know. I, I think she's not. I don't think she's as sweet as Ray is. I no. think he's a nice. He's a nicer guy than she is. Yeah, woman. I, I, like, I like Jack, but I'm worried about him. Because, you know, when the guys look too good, they don't know how to I, act. I, I like Jack too. He's been real chill so far. Mm-hmm. He hasn't, you know, he's been like, you know, let me and Justine do whatever we're doing for a minute. So let's just see. I like him too. My I two, do like him my too. Least, my two least favorite would have to be Lisa and she's gone. And and Jess, Jess, she's just too too much. She's always angry. She's always one wants to fight. I don't I don't like I don't like that resting bitch face that Jess has all the time. I don't like that. That's not attractive to me. I do not like that. I do not like that at all. Uh so let's just see. Kara and Megan, I think they're on shaky ground. I don't know what they're doing, but they don't seem that stable. So I mean, I don't know, but let's just see how things go. So, you know, it's really interesting. They have a lot going. I, yeah. I, you know, yeah, they, I guess they create a lot of their own drama, um, but I think they have a good mix. I think they have good people together to keep it interesting, keep it going. It I hope they bring, I hope they bring Curtis back. I hope so. I'm going to, I'm going to say that because that's how I really feel. It so, might. okay. Okay. All right. All right. My, and finally, um, your brief thoughts on the winner of Big Brother season 25, which is Jag. Jag beat out Matt in the final two. Uh, you know, it was almost a matter of indifference to me. I really didn't care that much. Uh, even the one I said I wanted to win, which was a Siri, right? Siri. Siri. Yeah. Even even Siri, I, I didn't think it was really all that fair if this thing is supposed to be fair because she had a son there 
So I thought that was a little bit shady, you know. I know others have done it. I, I think the whole practice is not such a good idea. It's right. not fair to the other contestants because it's a clear advantage, you yeah. know, or, or potentially a really big advantage. So, um, I, I, you know, I didn't care. I, I had my number one was Matt. My number two was Jag. And the third was Bowie, you yeah. know. And that's that's how I felt about the, the, the final three. I was- um. I was happy for for Jag winning as the first um, seek, you know, player to win and, you know, good on him. Um, Matt, I was kind of like, you know, I had like conflicting views on him. He had a lot of misogynistic things about him, um, but, you know, he's also the first deaf player they had. So I like that, you know, he was an advocate. Right. But he also is a good looking like six foot three, uh, you know, built uh, athlete you know, 20 something year old, oh, yeah. you know, we've seen that before, you know, right. So, right. Yeah. And then being misogynistic. Yeah. You know? yeah. Three, so I like that part. So, yeah. So okay. uh, yeah, he had his sweet ways and then he had his ways that would, you know, ignorant and, huh. you know, also, also, not so know. nice. Matt has never had a job in his life. His parents. Well, why should he be working? Him. He's 27 years old. That's but why. he swims, but he's a swimming. Yeah, but they don't get paid for that. What? All he's that never, swimming? He's never had a job. Get out. All that water and he's been in. And I have a bank account. Ah, that's terrible. They took his money. Those parents, <laughs> he couldn't hear. He couldn't hear the contract negotiations that the parents oh, took his money. stop. My, no. I'm only kidding. No. Well, look, I, look, that's between them. Maybe they have money and they don't want him really working that hard. I don't know. I mean, he had a job here on Big Brothers. You know, All he right, got money uh, for that. Three things that made you smile. The sun, the stars, the moon, and the end of the strike, of the writer's strike. Wonderful. I, I was thinking the same thing. Number one, SAG, uh, SAG after strike is over. Number two, LeBron James Museum is going to cost you $23 if you want to go. And- That's right. It's a fundraiser for the city of Akron, Ohio now. He could not charge people and make them pay. He's not, no, he's no giving special it back activity. to the city. No, they could pay. Ma, they could have tours that he they pay for. You know, he can't listen. He can't count on that. He's got to make sure. Nah, he's got to make sure they get money from the door. Merch. When they when they get in there, they might not want merch. And no, no, he's got to right. make sure. At number three, you know, uh, Victoria Monet's seven Grammy nominations. Congratulations to her. I didn't even know who she was, but congratulations. Okay, yeah, All right. congratulations. Anything you want to say before we have to go? Like I said, I want to tell everybody, continue to vote in every election. There's always things if there's a runoff or anything going on in your area. Vote, 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 vote. Okay, you see, it's all important and it makes all the difference in the world. And everybody drink in moderation if you must drink at all. Or if you not must drink, but if you feel like drinking, drink in moderation. Do not drink and drive. Has a de- have a designated dri- sober driver. Have a designated sober driver. Don't smoke weed and drive. The same thing. If you're getting high, whatever, don't drive. It's the same thing. And yes, it's the same oh. thing. And and stay woke. Pay attention. We're fighting to save our democracy. It is not a joke. Fighting. Because the people, the people who want to take rights from all of us are out there. 
okay? They are out there and they are strong and they are determined. So democracy is something we cannot take for granted. It's something that we have to fight to maintain, okay? Um, and stay safe, everybody. Ma, this episode is really long. They're going to tell us to get off. I'm just joking. All right. Thank you so much, Ma. Thank you guys for listening to the Bambushi Happy Hour. Continue to follow us on Facebook, on X, on Threads, on Instagram, um, and at All Things Peju and at the Bambushi Happy Hour. Guys, subscribe to our homepage, All Things Peju, home of the Bambushi Happy Hour on YouTube. And we will be talking to you soon, guys. Be safe and bye. Bye.